and it is not a log. It's a lizard folk. Uh, he is very muddy. He 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 would be green if it wasn't for the mud. Mm. Um, he is wearing simple leather leather clothes. Um, he has a knife strapped to his back uh, and a simple like pouch and things tied around his waist. And he reaches up to the boat and begins pulling himself up slowly and carefully so as not to tip the whole thing over. Whoa. Hello. G'day. <laughs> Meredith and this person come from the same place, it turns out. Anyway. I'm here to escort you. Metka, what have you been up to, mate? Hello. Yes. You're here to escort us to the temple? This is Ren. Have you, uh, give us an offering? Yeah, uh, I got, I've got these chickens and, and some, some ham, some bacon, um, and some beer. Struth, that sounds great. You literally bought Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was going for, for a chicken parma's, like chicken parma. Parmy, come Why on. Parmy. Palms the rest so that we don't the have the argument the, the because depending on where you're from in Australia, it will end differently yes. and we are not doing that on stream. Chicken, <laughs> ham, and beer. The things that they can't yeah. source, apparently, in the swamp. But they can get soggy cheese. <laughs> you don't know what their ability to make cheese is. And giant plates. My concern is, like, soggy breading more than anything, realistically. <laughs> And that, like the side of vegetables, it's very clearly come out of a frozen, um, a frozen oh, yeah. veg mixed vegetable bag and been re-steamed. Bag, yeah. yeah, I miss it. Just all the ewes heading out. Uh, yeah. Great. All right, lads, let's get this thing on the road. Uh, and you notice that there are some other not logs begin to move themselves up alongside the boat and, like holding onto it and swimming, they begin to direct the boat. Oh, well, that's handy. Now I'm going to lay out some ground rules. Uh, where you're heading, it's sort of our home. Mm-hmm. But it's the top of it, right? Like, we don't... We're under the water. The The temple, it's mostly sunk. Uh, so you're just going to be on the top couple bits. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, so stick up there. Don't go diving into the, the into the marsh. We'll be bonzer. Any questions? Uh, so many. Um, I'm Meredith. Hi. Who? What's your name? Baza. Nice to meet you, Baza. Um, thank you so much for helping us get to the the end. I've never, I, I like I've never been to this part of um the country before. Um, can you? I just, I want to know so many things. Do you mind? Can I ask you some questions? Nah, yeah. Does that, does that, is that a yes? Always happy answering questions from a kid. <gasps> oh, per- oh, kid. <laughs> Have you, mm, okay. No, I've never met a lizard folk before. Uh, Have you ever met a halfling before? What's a halfling? I'm a halfling. I'm not, I'm not a child. I'm, I'm an oh. adult. Yeah, we're just half. 
stature half -size does meal. not necessarily dictate age. And listen, I do have a bit of a, an overly enthusiastic childlike sort of vibe. I'm very aware of that. Um, I lean into it. It's it's a fun time. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm not a child. It's truth. Sorry. That's all Didn't right. Didn't mean to offend. That's okay. I'm sure I'm probably going to say similar things and and accidentally do the same thing. It's all about chatting and asking questions, right? Sounds good. Um, can we do like a fade out? <laughs> like, yeah, fade out. Meredith is just questions like peppering questions at him. <laughs> you will find out that lizard folk um, are a partially aquatic race. They uh, have to breathe air. They can swim. Um, they are very good at making tools out of natural materials. Uh, they're not particularly fussed about what they eat. Um, they prefer meat. Uh, these ones apparently are very fond of a particular meal involving chicken and ham and cheese and it's chicken palm uh, and beer. And for some reason, they all have a very unusual accent that you've never come across uh, that is familiar, but also much thicker here than you are used to. Mm-hmm. Nice. So all these crocodile guys uh, have very thick Australian accents. Excellent. Uh, but you are brought to these ruins. That. Sorry, did you say they all had large knives? Not a do. knife, it's a yep. spoon. A lot of them, all of them do have uh, handmade tools, natural materials. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, mm. You are brought to these ruins. There are, it's like three layers of a ziggurat. So like a, a stone step mm -hmm. pyramid uh -huh. yep. that you can see are above the the mud line, the water. And it gives the impression that it continues under the water. It is it is slightly at, a, at an angle, so it's not quite even ground. It's a, a very slight slope. Um, but uh, Metker will begin like tying the boat onto uh, like an outcropping of rock mm -hmm. uh, that is jagged up enough that he can tie the boat to. There's the... So these stone steps are 10 feet high. There are smaller steps to allow you to travel up to the next layer. Mm -hmm. There are three layers. And at the top of this, like the very top, there appears to be, from where you are standing now on the, on the third layer, like on the bottom, there are these like obelisk-like structures. Uh, sort of like spikes on a crown. Wait, did you standing say spikes? Yeah. Okay, I heard bikes. I heard bikes <laughs> it took too. me a second. I heard bikes <laughs> on a crown. Bikes. Spikes, like a I was like, a crown what? Spikes. Gotcha. <laughs> but actually, as you're seeing it from this distance... A crown is not the thing that comes to your mind. The thing that comes to your mind, seeing it from where you are now, without approaching it, are the ruins on the moon. Moon, yeah. <gasps> but I assumed, yeah. Uh, guys, tell me you're seeing this as well. I mean, my eyes are open, but yes, it does look awfully familiar, Meredith. Yeah. Perhaps not one for present company she like flicks her eyes across to Ren because Ren appears to be having a conversation with Metka and Baza 
going over some details. If you wanted to take a step to the side, have a, a private conversation. Wait, you don't you don't think we should fill him in? Do I want every single time I step into my office to be peppered with questions about our trip to the moon? No. No, I do not. Oh, that's fair. Also, we should find out whether there are more similarities than just appearance before we make any conclusion. No? Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking back, Mm. Ben. The, I suppose for want of a better word, the alien spacecraft. Was that just kind of like under the temple or was that like... the the craft that you were in uh, was buried with a lot of lunar reg- reg- regolith. Got there, got there eventually. Mm-hmm. A lot of lunar regolith buried it. Um, it didn't have the, the cigarette stone steps to get to it, but it did have mm-hmm. these obelisk pillars mm. at the top of it, uh, which yep. seem to have been peeled from the structure of the, the craft and then placed there with um, holes drilled through it. This looks more like mm-hmm. natural, like quarried stone brought here mm-hmm. and, and played. It doesn't look like metal. It looks like stone. Okay. Uh, and there are definitely similarities between them. Like they are strikingly similar in mm. position, size, uh, you can't see without getting closer to them to really examine them, but they do seem to have little pinprick holes through them that you can see from this distance. Mm-hmm. Just like the the ones on the um, moon. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm I'm fine to sort of keep the finer details to ourselves, but. I mean, obviously, we did encounter some pretty dangerous things on the moon, which we can't just sort of not warn people about, I suppose, potentially. I don't know. I feel like... He looks over at him in in the way of, like, someone being like, it's not an eye roll, but it's the energy of, like, are you serious? Because, and then she's going to just turn and go, I appreciate that, but also we don't know yet that these are the same thing. So the last Mm. thing I want after what's just happened is to put anybody on edge in a way that they are not already. And she's got that military clip in her voice around, like, this is for, this is to make sure that we do have everyone on side for if we need them, not in a, I don't want to tell them ever. It's, I don't want to tell Mm -hmm. them now. Okay. Let's see if we can find out some more information. My recommendation would be that we go and have a look. Agreed. All right. Well, do you want to sort of get a sneak peek or should we just wait for Ren and the others? Or probably just Ren at this point, right? I don't think Grung is joining us in the form, is he? So here's my question, Ben. Ten foot high, Mm. right? Yes. So it's a ten foot step and then another ten foot step and then another ten foot step to get to the top platform. So, how far from me is the top of the platform? Maths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trigonometry. Useful part of trig if for those who hate it in high school. D&D. 
Um, okay, well, it's a triangle with sides 30 feet by 30 feet. What well, is the No, how deep are the steps? 10 foot. Deep ten and foot. then 10 foot high? Ten okay. Foot. 10 foot. Well, then that's easy. That's three squared and three squared. Like, that's 18, so it's the square root of 18. You're asking me to- No, no, like that you don't you don't no, you don't need to calculate from there. That okay. is that is okay. what it is it is good. Uh three times three times the square root of two. It's okay. fine. Um I'll take your word for it. Yes. It it it's, it's getting late and I'm feet. running out of brain. It's more than thirty feet. It's fine. Yes. Um, that's what I was calculating. Okay. Um okay. Um She's gonna start heading up to have a look at it in a like not in a we're trying to sneak up, we're just like go and have a look. All right. Well, Ren seems to be uh, like getting supplies off, getting his uh, measuring equi- his surveying equipment off of the, the boat. Um, so, if you wanted to walk up, you he's not stopping you, and no. the the lizard folk don't seem to be stopping you as well. Like they've they've given you their instructions about like don't go in underwater, stay mm. on top of that boat, the top of that ruin. Uh, yeah. So you walk up these stairs to get to the top. Give me. What are you looking for? Perception rolls. What are you looking for? Can I or, investi- I, or investigation? I was going to say, can I investigate to see? Because I had a good look at the pillars on the moon up close when I grabbed mm-hmm. one of the gun things or whatever we decided to call them um, mm-hmm. up there. So I would be looking to see what similarities specifically to what I found on the moon exist. Okay. Give me investigation rolls. Oh, not bad. Twenty. Twenty. Like natural or flat? Like. No, no. Hey, like what were, were we rolling? Perception, investigation, investigation. Perception. Yeah, perception to just like see around, or investigation to try and put things together. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, there aren't any unusual like space mummified bodies up here. Hooray! Hmm. Uh, these pillars, these obelisks, are very, very similar. To the ones on the moon Ex- in it, with the exception of these are made of stone and you can see like the, the the craftsmanship is very nice but you can see like where the stone working tools have been used to make them um these haven't been like uh melted with whatever it was that did the thing on the moon mm. quick question um the mummified bodies that we found do they look anything like the lizard folk? Uh, they were saurian, uh, like a tri- they were like a triceratops. Type That's right. One, and they were dinosaur a- people, weren't they? Dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dinosaur people. Interesting. And the lizard folk would be similar, uh, but in the same way that like a skink or a gecko is similar to a crocodile. Okay. Is Baza around nearby? Uh, he is still down with, with Metka. He is around if you wanted to, like, have a chat with him or call out to him. Yeah. I think I, I Meredith would um, head back down. Um, and she just kind of looks at the at them and you can see that something's occurred to her. And she's like, hang on. Hang on one second. Um, before we, we do that, uh, Potentia, Harold, were there any specific questions that you wanted to have answered with that investigation. Oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, I am basically trying to determine whether these are the same, like the structure is the same and whether based on the layout of everything that we found on the moon, including like um, 
doors down to places, things like that, mm-hmm. whether this is mm-hmm. functionally structured mm-hmm. the same way. Um, okay. And Harold, was there anything that you were wanting to have answered? Yeah, so I think on the moon, we identified that the glyphs were a language that none of us understood, yes. right? They, they were, there were certainly like markings. So I suppose for me, what I want to know is like, are these the same Okay. Like language even. Like like would like for me it's like did the same culture produce okay. these so that produced the others. You don't basically. see any of like doorways leading down into the, the ruins of the temple. Yep. Not in the same way there was a hatch on the moon. These pillars are placed in it's it's you're you're like going off of memory. Um they appear to be placed in roughly the same positions and they seem to have a star map drilled through them. Like like Harold's um, celestial orb, but on a much grander scale. Um, Harold, the writing here, because there is writing on the ground and on some of these pillars, uh, is totally different to what you found on the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually... Potentia... Uh, looks like an like an archaic form of draconic, like it looks like like Latin to English, this to draconic. Okay, yeah. Like it, it's it is it is similar, and like you, you can pick up on like okay, I, I kind of get what I think I recognize that word, but I don't know what it means in this context. And like, yeah. so a slight mm-hmm. follow up then, given Ren's research about the specific time of the creation of a teleportation mm-hmm. circle and Harold's knowledge of the way the movement of the stars is very much uh, an indicator of a very particular moment in time and the arrangement of these pillars especially because there are mm-hmm. holes right like there are there are holes in these obelisks that in a very specific circumstance could possibly show you something quite specific yes, they would right? line up in a specific way uh, probably on like equinoxes or something. Yeah. So how much of that would Harold put together, basically? Harold, seeing this, there's something about it that connects with your Circle of the Stars druid. Mm. That whoever made these obelisks understood the stars in the same way that you understand the stars. Mm-hmm. And that whoever built this must have a similar connection. Yeah. Does that answer your question? I think so. Okay. Um, so we'll move down to Meredith. You get down to Baza. Wander down and just say, Baza, this place is incredible. Like, the construction of it, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, did you? <laughs> How did your people make this like how long ago did this get built oh yeah no our ancestors built this thing oh way way back before times yeah ancestors interesting yeah do you have any um like how long are we talking do you have any records left over from that that period or any stories or Uh, history yeah plenty of stories um Basically, uh, they built this temple to celebrate the end of some big conflict. 
Really? Yeah, there was a big, big fight between the gods uh, here and the gods in the sky. Really? The the gods? Yeah, Yeah, there was uh, some kind of some kind of god or monster or something. It it depends how you tell it, but basically this evil was coming from the sky. Yeah. And attacked 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 the the people. Right. And set the world on fire. Right. This this evil was doing some big magic, some big evil plan. Mm. My people was able to stop this evil magic. Mm-hmm. Stop this big plan. This this evil was coming and they diverted it and it hit the moon. And then rocks rained down and uh, wiped the world clean for the next age. Whoa. Would you say this was pre-Day of Darkness or post? Oh, way, way before that. That's That's all you fleshy things. No, this is this is all scale history. Interesting. I've never heard any stories about that. Now all you all you all you pink skins have come along and got your own stories. This is us. This is our stories. Do you have any story keepers or or bards or something similar like that that I can speak to that you wouldn't mind me having a chat with? I'm I'm a bit of a collector of I, stories. I I'd love to. Twist a, I twist a tail every now and again. I can, you know, have a tail, but I can twist yours. <laughs> can I? Can I buy you a drink? Like, is there a place where we can do that and just sit and have a chat? He, look, he, look, he look, looks around and gestures, ain't nowhere to buy a drink. You, you brought some. I mean, uh, if you don't mind me chilling out with, with all of you, happy to have a drink, yeah. sit and chat. I'm happy with that if the others don't mind just um, having a rest yes, before we get started. Yeah, you're and probably and making that. this call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Randy right. and Kara, like, uh, uh, like, you are functionally in their house. Like, this is their home. Yeah. And if they want to, like, hang out with you, yeah, they they're gonna do that. Okay, cool. Uh, All right. Like, the um, invitation is is a nicety that you've offered at this point. Yeah, basically. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna go and just have a quick chat with my friends up up there, and then I'll come back. Yeah. Sounds good. Perfect. Um, and she's going to scamper up the, the hills, up the stairs again. All right. Uh, Meredith, so you scamper back up these stairs towards Harold and Potentia. How are you feeling? You've, you've some uncomfortable memories about where you last saw these, these stones. But I think maybe for you, Harold, mm. there's like possibly some some mm. thrill of understanding here. These are people who also worship the stars and, or understand the stars and learn from them. Um, you know, you hold up your, uh, your orb of stars and mm. what you see in your orb is like almost mirrored in these stones. Mm. So am I to, th- am I to think that these, these obelisks might represent a newer set of, like star locations then on the moon because I think in the moon ones they were wrong right like I I had to like think about the movements of the stars as I understood them and think oh mm-hmm. the stars might have been here in the past yes 
Uh, these look newer. The stars move slowly, but they also move as the, the world turns. They appear mm. to move as the world turns. Um, yes, they would be in a newer position. Um, you also, because you've been investigating, see that despite the the immense scale of these, these obelisks, they seem to have been shifted as well on the platforms. Mm-hmm. Like slightly turned and slightly moved over time. Um, so whether or not they've torn whole things down and put new ones in or just like moved them around to try and adjust for things, there's definitely like what you saw on the moon was like a snapshot locked in time mm. of a particular uh, event or particular time in its history. What you're seeing now is a uh, a more fluid version of that. Like it's being updated over time. Mm. But I guess the, the thing is, is that like Harold, like how much does Harold actually know about the Star Druids? Because it's something that he's always like trying to find information on, but uh, like they are a somewhat secretive um, order compared to some of the other mm. Druid circles, right? The, the Star yeah. Druids. So- I think... I think you've you've met a star druid once in your life. Mm. Like, so you you met somebody who set you down this path and provided you at a point in your life a, a, an insight that set you down this path to studying the stars. Mm. And you've in in much of what you've done, you've kind of been like learning yourself. Yeah, um, exactly. A lot of trial yeah. and error. But you haven't really had full guidance from a star druid. Yeah, like because your uncle sent you the orb, right? Yeah, so that's where, like, yeah, that's where, like, it all started, and it was in trying to understand the yeah. orb that sort of, I guess, research brought him into contact with, like, to the star druid. Yeah, like it's a it's an object known to be from the star druid sort of people, basically, mm-hmm. or at least an object that star druids could possess. Who's to say it is from mm-hmm. them, right? I mean, it could be not from them. So I guess my question is, do, do, do these obelisks, like, from what I know of the Circle of Star Druids, like, is this is this an object that they would have erected? Or is this, like, the work of a, a, a group of people who also study the stars but are not them? Mm, that's a good question. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give you that for free. Yep. You will need to make uh, a check. Um, I think for that, it will need to be either history, nature, or arcane. Mm. Arcana. Okay. Well, I doesn't really matter which of the between history Harold, are and you nature. Are you wondering this out loud? Um, Can we kind of assist you and help you talk through some logic? I mean, Harold is quite verbose about some of these thoughts I suppose when it comes to like the star druid stuff <laughs> in, in, in particular yeah. <laughs> in particular the star druid stuff he does waffle on about that mm. a lot like um yeah he probably would be sort of even if not like like directly to you like he, his thoughts are probably coming out loud like if you're around him you'd be him going oh is that, that they're quite similar but I mean I don't really know if is it possible they're also, or they might not be star druids? Like he's—he's he's definitely like, yeah. 
Because mm. I'm wondering if that would, if we'd be able to help, if you'd be able to get advantage or or something, if I'm metagaming um, okay. <laughs> a little bit. If, but... if <laughs> Meredith, if yeah. you can think of a way in which Meredith can provide aid to Harold, I will let him roll with advantage. What is he specifically trying to do? Because I may be able to think of a way that yeah. I can help, but... It very much depends on what you are specifically trying to do as to whether and what you're therefore what you would specifically be muttering about as to whether I would be able to help. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's basically like like mutter, muttering to himself about the specifics of like whether these obelisks are from specifically the circle of star druids because they, they have their own being or if this is like just another set of like another society or group of people that also study the stars but aren't the star circle druids like okay. they have their own system basically my my cloak does mm. it it only gives you information about creatures right or does it give information about objects mm. it i think it's just creatures i think it's it? just creatures that you've seen yeah okay never mind can i try this instead as we know from Potentia's mm-hmm. Gap Decade, she has travelled to many places and read many things in many books in many other locations. Can I dig mm-hmm. to the back blocks of my brain to see if I know anything about, if I've know or read anything about the Star Druids just incidentally, especially given big libraries in Elven, not not in the Imperium, mm-hmm. but in the other one that's mm-hmm. the Elven homeland mm-hmm. that the name of which momentarily escapes my brain. So... So star druids are like all druid circles, particularly secretive. That's why I was going for so library library would... stuff in terms of like stuff yeah. where people might have found other obelisks at other periods of history that have been associated think, to think... them, those kinds of things. Like mm, less okay. less about what I... they do, but more about this is a set of obelisks that we believe is attached to these guys as opposed to this set of obelisks, which we believe is attached to mm. this ancient merfolk civilization or whatever like that just that just was using it to study the stars and track the yeah know. like it's it's more of yeah. a structural question rather than a how does your star druids use the thing more of a is mm-hmm. that what this is because if that's what harold's muttering about then i would wonder mm-hmm. if he's on the right track okay. i guess rather than yeah yeah um okay potential if you give me a DC 10 history check, I'll let Harold roll with advantage. So I need to hit so like, at least does, a four on the dice. Uh, That's what you're telling me. I have to hit four on the dice. Yes. Yep. Yep. I got a four on the dice. If, yep. That is a 10. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I got okay. yes. a four on the dice. That is a 10. Because <laughs> I have okay. a plus yes. six. So yes. you, I have an you, recall, <laughs> you recall the information about yeah. like civilizations that study the stars and like um celestial observation tools yeah Yeah. uh, from various civilizations and things that are believed to be circle of stars artifacts yes because unless a circle of stars druid confirms it no no one's really sure maybe it was used for maybe it was actually used to like sew gloves and it's just been miscategorized in a, a library somewhere yeah uh, so yes, okay, Harold, you can roll with advantage as Potentia points out a few things. I mean, there's this, and it does look awfully like yes. it might be. I mean, I don't know much about Circle of the Stars Druids, but I, does that help at all? I'm not sure. 
hmm, it might. Um, I shall see if that helps. Uh, I rolled yeah. a 15. Uh, <laughs> I rolled nature for flavor, basically. My history and nature are identical. Uh, okay. So 15 total? Yeah. Okay. That was with advantage. Mm. Okay. So. Um, yeah, nature, nature is an intelligence check. When yeah. druids no, I mean, like, have a so, like so, heavy survival wisdom. Survival is wisdom. Survival yeah. is this berry. Willow won't it, kill me. Will kill. Willow yeah. won't kill me. Yeah. Nature is. Nature this is what is, the berry is. is. I, <laughs> I can identify this, is what the berry, this is berry. called. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know whether it'll kill me, but this is what the berry is. <laughs> uh, so, with your your nature check, um, you will be able to know that this setup is not going to be useful for just like understanding and tracking the stars on a night by night basis. This is not, this is not a like stellar observatory in a a way that would make sense for a non magic practicing group. Mm. People would, you would need to be doing some kind of, of magic here to, to make use of these, these obelisks. Yeah. Like the particular stars they're tracking are important. For some reason, like not, not that they, they don't yeah. care about all the stars. It's like these particular stars, they're important. Yeah. The, and, and the arrangements of the, the patterns drilled onto these obelisks, they, they mean things. And, and you, you're seeing like constellations, like the, like the, like that, that meme about like, you're seeing the numbers line up and it's all coming together mm. and like lines forming to lines. You're seeing the lines connecting the dots and you're like, I know that constellation. That's this thing. Like that's mm-hmm. the hunter or that's the, the lion. And you're like, hang on a minute. So I, it's all coming together. I will, I will write those observations down. And as I'm, as I'm writing the words, I will say, um, are either of you especially proficient at drawing? I know it's a lot to ask, but I, I would love sort of like a sketch of the arrangement and the shape uh, of these obelisks. Ooh, I actually don't know. What would one need to be able to do, Ben, to satisfy you of a skill set in drawing? Yeah. Hmm. That's a- something I considered. I-, I would say that's a dexterity check. Well, I would also point out that I... Oh. I s- if you have, like, cartography things or... Map making. Well, I was going to ask if not, Thieves Cat would help me here because it's a drawn, like, thing. Mm, that's well, it's, true. it's a spoken as well. Yeah. I will um, also mention that wizards have to make very intricate scribings when they copy down their I spells. have a big yeah. book that I use. I feel like. And I use I, Quill and Ink an awful lot, Ben. <laughs> I feel mm. like out of the two of us, Potential is probably going to be the better drawer. Yeah. So. I think Meredith would be a bit more of a wordsmith. Okay. See, my, my say, only question is, or is it more of a sleight of hand, he, like intricate detail thing? In which case, here is, I don't know about Meredith. Here is my Meredith what I'm going to say. Yeah. It's a it's a two two roll check. Mm-hmm. It's an intelligence roll to do something accurately, and a dexterity roll to translate that into something that is uh, artistically beautiful. As opposed to just, as opposed to just artistically like artistically beautiful, there's a dot, artistically accurate. There's a line. Um, mm. both, both. Depending on how high the roll is. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's. Uh, I think we'll, what I'll do. Because you can have an accurate drawing, and it's not necessarily going to be beautiful. Yeah, but I'll do. In fact, I would argue I that, especially could... in science, most accurate drawings aren't beautiful. <laughs> they are. See, this accurate. Is actually, well, mm, I think actually, this is where I wish I was playing a different system, something like Vampire, where it's like yeah. you pick two different things and mm. you roll those things mm. together. Um. So what I think I'll do, I'll get you to roll. A, if I have to, if it has to be an int thing, then it's probably it's, a me it's, roll, if it's, right? Like if there's a, I think it's about, int yeah. and mm. dex. I'll get you to roll both, and we'll take the average. Int and dex. I will give you guidance. Int I will and give dex you guidance. Then. How much do I get for guidance at your level at the moment? It's a plus four. I think guidance is always plus four because it's a plus four uh, or plus a d four. It's a d four. It's a d four. Yeah. Um, where are my where are my tiny caltrops of doom? Hold on, sorry, they've wedged their way to the bottom. <laughs> All right. Well, you may regret telling me to roll those. Okay. So, on the intelligence check, I got a ten. Yes. You got a six plus four. Okay. Thank you for guidance, okay. because holy hand grenades. Um, in terms of drawing, I rolled a natural <laughs> one plus three. <sighs> So actually no, hang on. I didn't add any of the stuff to the first one. So what? Did, so what did you say? The first one was a an intelligence, flat intelligence check. Yes. Uh, yes. Then would be plus three, so thirteen on the flat intelligence check. The nat one plus okay. three What's plus the- three is a seven, mm-hmm. but it's a nat one. <laughs> okay. What's the um the astronomical? Equivalent of stick figure drawing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is finger it's- painting. This is finger painting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't give I me a think- quill. You gave me a- <laughs> Potentia's having an off day. Yeah. I think what happens is Potentia like studies where the things are, pulls out her quill, and there's just uh, a moment where the quill just like explodes. Blah, ink just comes uh-huh. out. Just explodes. Like, ah, oh, ah, oh, just nothing. <laughs> um, it it looks like uh, Ren, Metka, and Baza uh, are, are setting up camp on top of this platform here, and Ren is beginning to get his surveying equipment out. Um, he might have something that could be of use if you want to try and take some kind of surveying of the area. Uh, I mean, because he's gonna he has to do that anyway. Mm. Um, but he won't probably be looking at the obelisks in the same way that you are. He's yeah. he's surveying the ground. He's looking for a magic circle. Mm. It would be unlikely to be part of these obelisks. Yeah. Not impossible, but unlikely. Yeah, given the way teleportation circles kind of work, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Harold still has some pretty detailed notes about like the the actual, like, like star locations because obviously like his whole thing is knowing where objects in the sky are like in detail mm-hmm. basically um, yeah um meredith i think is gonna uh like rustle around in her backpack for a um a cleaning cloth that she just hands <clears throat> wordlessly to potentia with a sympathetic look and then um looks at the other two and says um i just had a really interesting conversation with baza actually i think I think we we should sit down with him and and have a chat at some point later tonight because I think it sounds like a lot of the mythology of the lizard people 
have something to say about where they came from and, and potentially might inform uh, some of some of our thinking about these stars. It might help us, and these obelisks, it might help us kind of figure out some missing pieces of the puzzle. So, y- yeah. How much... I just kind of wanted to gauge how much of, of our previous adventure, I think, are we are we willing to share with the others, I guess? What, what are your feelings on that? Should we hold it close to our chest or do we... Well, obviously the fact that we were on the moon uh, is sort of public knowledge at this point, right? I mean, mm. we weren't the only ones who were there. Um, the particulars about the... I mean, I, I don't even know what you would call it. The the intelligence, the... Whatever that was, the, the, the thing on the moon who, you know, tried to trap us there and tried to take over the, the world uh, and called us inferior and such. I don't think we've really told anybody about that, so... No, I mean, I think in... If it were up to me, I think I'd... I'd... I definitely tend to to think that the only way to advance your knowledge of something, particularly in history and in social sciences and this kind of thing, is to is to share what you know and to to have open and frank conversations with other people. But it's not really for me to make that decision, Harold. I think it's because it's it's directly related to your uncle and and to your sword and and potential. You know, we all all three of us went through some pretty traumatic stuff up there. I think. It's not really up to me, or me alone. Right, I mean... Potentia's looking at Harold in the way of, like, it's your decision because it's your sword. She doesn't <sighs> like that thing I mean, all, but it's because it's to do with your sword she's letting you make that call. I, I, think, I, I think the sword is possibly a slightly separate concern to the, the beings we found up there. I, I think it's possible that those beings do have a connection with these people's history. And so it would seem mm. somewhat perverse to withhold that information from them. That's what I was thinking too. Maybe we just don't mention the sword just yet. I, I, okay. I just have a feeling it's not... I think there's something else going on with that. I, I think it's... Okay. Potentia's going to reach into her backpack because she's a hoarder um, and slightly not pull out, but like... Show the others the rod gun thing from the moon arc, as I've so cleverly written it mm. in my on my character sheet. Yeah, more in asking of a question of what to do. Like it's not a she's not saying anything out loud. She's just looking at you in that like. And what about this? 